So he liked to pick fight and he would always won. And uh, in addition, he was good at uh, handling arms, such as uh, uh, throwing iron hammer and uh, arrows and uh, sword. <coughs> In uh, 1491, there was a government, no government notice was circulating informing people that there was a rebellion on northern borders and <coughs> invasion too by Juchev. Juchet was uh, a proto Manchurians of uh, Eastern Manchuria. And uh, <coughs> uh, there is a tribal people who are living all around the borders between Korea and China. And uh, they needed a food, and then uh, uh, 
So Korean side, they needed what they didn't have, and they would provide that. So there was always this kind of <coughs> economy based on barter. And then when didn't <coughs> get smoothly running, then uh, they would use force, and then uh, this rebellion opened themselves first, and then sometimes uh, intrusion and invasion. So this time it got pretty serious. So uh, the Korean regular army <coughs> based uh, in the northern frontiers, they couldn't prevent them. So that's why this, go this government notice is circulating, uh, looking for uh, uh, volunteer armies. People can volunteer uh, if they are <coughs> strong, brave, and uh, muscular, and uh, <coughs> in addition, knowing something about martial arts. So, Jiang he volunteered, and then he first he got <coughs> tasked by the regular army, and then he got picked up. So eventually, he became one of the five commanders uh, selected uh, to repair or put down the rebellion and uh, in addition to regular armies. So actually, uh, it ended up, he rendered a <coughs> distinguished service for the country by repelling uh, the invading Jews three times and uh, eventually suppressing them. So naturally, he expected uh, that um, his service would be recognized and uh, expecting some kind of a reward. But none of them were, was coming, and then the commander-in-chief was a high government official uh, dispatched for this purpose from the monarchy. So he would not be recognized, and then he got he himself, he made it that uh, the rebellion was put down by his effort, so he got higher position. And then what happened to Chiang was he was even, after the invasion was over, put down nicely, he was just dismissed. So naturally, he was very upset. And, uh, but it's uh, ever since dictatorial, so you cannot appeal to anything. So he came home, and uh, he was pretty bitter about this. Uh, so he went around listlessly, uh, not really knowing what to do with the rest of his life. <coughs> so uh, eventually he decided to seek like wiser people who would uh, give me some good counsel. 
And one place he was visiting, the teacher said, you've got spiritual problems, you see. And because uh, uh, I understand your anger and frustration and uh, even betrayal. And uh, uh, I mean, obviously, you render such a distinguished service for the country, even center the country. But that's pretty secular. The only thing that cure your anxiety and uh, anger is uh, devoting yourself to spiritual cause. So that seemed to make a little sense to him. So then this, this time he went around uh, looking for spiritual teachers. In those days, the, the oppression of Buddhism by Confucian regime was really getting worse. The um, big temples were all empty because the monks were driven out and they were forced to return to lay life. And uh, so first he was told, if you go to Chikjisa, you will find a great guy, uh, the man of the way. So he went to Chikjisa, but then the temple was completely empty. And then eventually he learned that uh, this Buddhist teacher, the other fellow was talking about was a living with his bosal. The word bosal is a bodhisattva. But it's a, usually in the Korean Buddhist context, it's referred to women devotees. So, and it's held that well, if you go to Murani, it's, this is very local name, Murani. If you go there, a small village, you would find him over there with his bosom. So inquiring, inquiry after inquiry, eventually he found the Murali place and then met Jungshin. That's what the teacher was, Jungshin. And Jungshin's days are not known. So we, we don't have much information about the Jungshin, or even for that, for that matter, for his bosom. So he informed the Jungshin uh, why he came. You know. Well, Jungshin said, as you can see, this is a very small place. I just live with the bosom, just in one room. And uh, so uh, uh, this is no place for you. <coughs> no, no problem, so I mean, I'm strong. I can just dig and make my own sh- shed, and you need not worry about it. And also, I'm very strong, muscular, and uh, I can really help you. And double uh, to cut, cut down firewood and then take them to the kitchen, to the, to the market. And uh, why? If so, well, you try, but uh, there's not much I can offer to you. So don't be disappointed. Uh, no, I will not be disappointed. So uh, here, this way they study out. So every day, two of them would climb the mountain and cut down uh, uh, the f- 
fire wood, the damage trees, fire wood. And then uh, bring them down and uh, split them uh, in regular pieces and then take them to the market. So every day would, uh, they would do that. And then uh, it's uh, the real reason why Jim Cadell was uh, to learn something about uh, you know, awakening or emancipation, enlightenment. So every day, he would ask him, can you just uh, share a little bit of your wisdom with me? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. So uh, and, uh, and then every other day is also, and then said, no, you are not ready. Yeah. Well, I have a headache. <laughs> well, today I'm too busy. So it's very frustrating. And uh, so he spent three years, three years serving him and, you know, doing the same thing every day, except on rainy day or something like that. And then he never taught me anything. Not even small piece of wisdom. <laughs> so he's getting really upset and depressed. So finally, this is really hopeless. <coughs> so, <coughs> and uh, he made up his mind then to leave. <coughs> so, when the boss are swimming, he didn't go to, <coughs> to cut the firewood and says, what are you doing? Well, I'm leaving. Why? Because as you know, you know, I have been here for three years. I haven't done anything. Uh, well, well, that's true. And then the boss had said, uh, what the heck over you know, this emancipation or awakening? If I have it, I would give it to you free right now. And but at least you see, you wait until he gets all home and then you know, bid him farewell or something. No, no, that would be too emotional. So I did not go. So uh, he left. And then when the Chongxin came down and Bosal complained, Jim left! <laughs> Why? Because you didn't give him anything. <laughs> Not a single piece of wisdom, you see. <laughs> That's not true. I've given him everything, every day. When I had a breakfast, you know, I shared a breakfast with him. And uh, when we went to climb up uh, the mountain together, you know, we shared the way together. Every day I have been teaching him. Well, I, 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 did the, I did the same thing to you, the Bozal said. I made breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish the dishes for you. Then, according to you, then I, I must get something from you, you see. Or I would not say, uh, I have not given you anything. And uh, every day, when you fix the breakfast, and wash the dishes for us, you know, I shared my wisdom with you. Then, there, and the Bosan got enlightened. He said, 
This is not crying. This is not laughing. Ding a ding, ding a ding, ding a ding, ding a ding, ding a ding. And then uh, turning around, you know, and dancing. And then, uh, and then, Cheng uh, Xing went up on a, on a big rock, and then saw him down. Chiyun is leaving, and he called him loud. Chiyun! And then she turned and look here! This is uh, your, your way! <coughs> and then she ran back up. And then when he saw the Bosar was dancing or crying or laughing, and he got enlightened one too. So he stayed for three more years. And then here, we really don't know who the Zhengxing is, was. But um, were it not for him, or for the matter, were it not for Jiang, there was no unbroken lineage in Korean Sun Buddhism. Uh, so um, that was a, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, now from now on, I mean, the third full day is uh, drawing to a close today, and then we have a uh, tomorrow, the last full day for your summer young and jungjin. So I like you to practice with the joy and happiness. Not struggling like this. <laughs> There's a medicine you drink. <coughs> well, uh, uh, the monastics, they've got lots of time to struggle and, uh, you know, <coughs> get depressed and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and hopeless and then come out and all that. But you don't have uh, such a time. So uh, I like your practice uh, joy and happiness. Mm. That's another thing. You know. That's another learning, right? Mm -hmm. So get back.